It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to one-on-one I'm on a bit of a buzz, a natural high, uh, to sit and talk to those those three gentlemen. That's that's a great thing. That's a great thing. Good to have Tom back. Good to have Johnny in studio. Um, good stuff. So, um, <laughs> got a note from Stephen Sipple. <laughs> stuff with Johnny Holiday was excellent. We we interviewed Johnny fifty times, and you still can't cover Johnny's career. Like, there's no way to cover John Johnny Holiday's career. You interviewed Johnny fifty times, and somehow he never mentioned that he was in a a, a plane crash. Yeah, we I were mean, ta- we were talking about it last night because he was like, "Well, DP, you know, you had your you had your moment, man, and, and, and glad you're here." And you know, he's got he's you know he's got a reconstructed nose and uh, no spleen and. You know that's a tough one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough yeah, one. T- tough's one word for it, yeah. right? Like that's a tough one. Um, he was telling me a story, and, and we could spend this whole segment telling Johnny Holiday stories. Um, so his one of his best friends is Rick Barry, right? So uh, Johnny's granddaughter is quite the basketball player in D.C. Really good basketball player, and Christmas time comes, you know, and and she's she's a good young lady. Uh, you know, she's averaging 18 points a game, you know, doing her thing. Steph, huge Steph Curry fan. So she says of her, her for Christmas, just in passing, that she'd like a Steph Curry jersey for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Johnny calls Rick Barry. Hey, Rick, can you, uh, you know, Maggie wants a, a, a Steph Curry jersey. You think you can make that happen? So, of course, Rick Barry, being Rick Barry, yeah, well, yeah, yeah no problem. He, he ran down to Dick's Sporting Goods and, no, and bought, got one off the – No, no, no. Not no. off the rack? No, first of all, he calls Del Curry. <laughs> he calls Del Curry and tells the story that, hey, there's this uh, young lady, Johnny's uh, Johnny's granddaughter wants a Steph jersey. So, Del calls Steph. Say, I need a jersey for this young lady. And Steph says, well, get me her name. And I'll write her a letter. Wow. So Steph pens a letter, you know, hey, Maggie, uh, thanks for being a fan. Uh, keep up the hard work. I hear you're a great player. Uh, make sure you take care of the academics. Um, appreciate your support, Steph Curry. Steph sends it. She gets it on Christmas Day. Tears everywhere. Tears everywhere. How old is she? She's high school. High school. So – Johnny has to send the video of, 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 of them crying to, 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 to Rick Barry. Rick goes, give it to me. I'll get it to, I'll get it to, to Dell. Dell gets it to Steph. Yeah. Fast forward, they come to D.C. to play the Wiz. And they set it up so that Maggie gets to meet Steph. Now, Maggie shows up to the Wizards game wearing the, the signed <laughs> Steph jersey. Sure. Steph sees her, bring they brings her and her friends down, and then he takes pictures. He goes and Steph asks Maggie if he can take a picture with her. Nice, good move. 
right? Yeah. Like, and then you go. Part of what makes Johnny Holiday unique. <laughs> Johnny's present. And Johnny doesn't take himself seriously. But he also knows the value of his good, right? To do that thing and have that thing show up the way that it did. But Johnny's also the dude that in a pandemic, when we didn't have games or stuff to, to cover, you know, I reach out and he, he says, I'll do your show. And then he proceeds to do the show every week <laughs> just out of his goodness. Yeah. He's sharing us with his friend. He's sharing us with Ray Knight. He's sharing us with Joe Theismann. He's sharing us with Mark Turgeon and Gary Williams and Walt Williams and Lamont Jordan. And last night was surreal because one, you didn't really know. I didn't know if we were, if you're ever going to see Johnny holiday again. Right? Sure. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, they're here in town. You know, they had Maryland hadn't visited. The broadcast broadcast team was staying home, and we sat at a table. We we just sat there at the table. There were actually a couple of listeners who walked by and was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, oh, uh, and Johnny found it amusing. He's yeah. like, "Look at you with your little fan base." I'm like, <laughs> "You like this is about you." And then you know, Danny Manning walks by and. You know, Okay. different fan base right different <laughs> fan base all together uh and then of course chris Naki, who uh you know 20 point scorer in college yeah you know dc kid um i coached his son in high school great family his daughter is now part of the uh, maryland athletics broadcast team so you know she does good work and you said he's doing color on the broadcast. Is uh -huh. that right? He's yeah. the color. He's the color announcer. Actually, his daughter is now at Utah State. Oh, okay. With my buddy Scott Gerard. Sure. Because <laughs> right? that's how the world works. Right. Yeah. right, right. I keep. I keep. I keep explaining to people how the universe works. Like Jay Foreman's a DC kid at mm -hmm. heart. Like he's a Nebraska legend, but he's a DC kid. Was 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 it on the stream? Him and Johnny sitting there and talking no, that, for ten minutes. Yeah, they got a little bit of it, right? <laughs> to listen to. I, I didn't know if the video caught it or not. Right, that you know they're talking about. It. So Jay's family's Frederick, Maryland. Johnny lives in the area, right? Um, um, they're gonna play golf together. Like, there's no question um, that that's they'll, they'll gonna drag happen. Tom along. Right, right, right. <laughs> like that thing, and then he said, you know, let Jake Sorensen go and and, and play along. <laughs> But we spent 30 minutes last night talking about, you know, playing golf with yeah. John and, 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 <laughs> and Jay and Tom. And then, you know, we, we started talking about just the history. And, and we talked about Johnny being the the first MC for a Beatles concert man, in America man. and the last one. Yeah. I knew the, like, I knew and the, the last one. I knew the story of the last one out mm -hmm. of Candlestick, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know the story of the first one. Yeah, and he's, I mean, so this, I mean, and him telling the Sly, Sly, you know, Sly Stone story, Billy Preston, and he's just, he's hung out with everybody. The story of him and uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio. Like, so they had the old-timers game in D.C. at uh -huh. RFK Stadium back in the day. It's the one that Luke Appling, it's the very first one that Luke Appling hits the first pitch out. Like, 75-year-old Luke Appling hits a home run on the first pitch of the old-times game. But before the game, Johnny was the, Johnny was doing the play by play, but he was also doing the features. And his hero is Joe DiMaggio. Mm -hmm. And so here comes Joe DiMaggio, and 
sits down and does an interview with him. And Johnny just recalling that story of, okay, I have to remember that for as long as I live. Like the, the feeling that when somebody who looks up to you asks you for an interview, yeah, you know, and I'm like, I raised my hand. I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, I appreciate that. Um, he was telling the stories of, you know, almost running into Jim Brown. You know, he talks the story about doing PA, doing the public address for the Cleveland Browns from the sideline, like near the bench. And he's just walking around with a microphone and a speaker. <laughs> Right, doing the PA announcing, right, and you go. They should definitely do that again, right? Like, I, right, like you. <laughs> That's like we incredible. Would, like we would want that to happen, right? <laughs> um, you know, he's he's there with the with the you know with the, with the, with the Giants, San Francisco Giants. So you know, he's in in, those, in that era of of greatness. Um, he was a studio pre and post game guy for the Washington Nationals with Ray Knight. So those stories are phenomenal, and. You know, those are there are some spring training stories that 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 would shake the room, mm -hmm. and it's great stuff to hear. Uh, his basketball, so him him being a radio guy, and they had a basketball team called the Wonders. Okay. <laughs> and imagine in DC, yeah. So imagine like radio disc jockeys, uh, DC, San Francisco, and they traveled all over the place. Oh, okay. But imagine you're going to play the ticket in a charity basketball game yeah and you're expecting to face johnny holiday but rick barry walks in <laughs> in a in a in a in a, in a, in a wonders jersey right uh and you would think he tells the story that you would think that rick barry knows his place right that he knows it's charity sure, and he's just gonna sure. like be yeah. the facilitator but no rick barry decided <laughs> you know look i'm gonna let you know i'm rick barry and <laughs> We're gonna put up buckets, right? I'm gonna. I imagine it would be like asking for Sean to to take it easy on anybody right. today, or strict, if not or strict. strict, right? Like you just go. Jay, I think would 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 play the role it, uh, until you pushed him. Until you pushed him, and then you and then you get a clothesline him. in the lane, right? Like, like until you pushed him, and he just went, "Okay, you forgot I'm Jay Foreman," like, and that's not my fault. Uh, yeah, he tells the story. Yeah, Johnny, you know they they had the cool, really cool uniforms. Matter of fact, I think I shared the picture with you of them uh, doing what they do. But anybody, literally anybody who does this for a living now or in the past 30, 40 years is paying homage and tribute to Johnny Holliday yeah. because uh, his book was a bestseller from Rock to Jack. Um, just telling the stories of uh, Jefferson Starship, you know, hanging out with Grace Slick and all the different musical acts, right? Uh, People that he's you know emceed and came you know he had to interview and be a part of, and then the 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 transition to, into sports, and to do it I mean again now he like he called Washington football games and nationals and bullets and wizards and capitals and the Olympics and the Masters and you know Indy five hundred and Daytona and you just go okay he's He's the timeline for sports and music in this country. And Hullabaloo, the TV show. Mm -hmm. So pre-American Bandstand, just think Hullabaloo. And he, again, the stories of the different acts who showed up on Hullabaloo that, you know, and he would, 
he would do he had all the catchphrases right he had all the really cool rock and roll catchphrases and all the like so it was kind of cool to be in the space with him um great insight on maryland basketball maryland football because he's there he's like he you know his meeting this morning was with danny manning he's going through the process um he's around the players he's around the leadership um i think it was a great cross-section that if you took maryland football and nebraska basketball they've never been great at the same level and they've gone through problems at the same level mm-hmm. which is weird for programs that also had maryland basketball national championship level acc caliber and nebraska football where the programs are really at a high level and they're not and it's weird yeah but the basketball and football programs are not where they should be and never have been and the fan base he was talking about the fan base that as he said you know 80 percent of the fan base are great terp fans there's 20 percent that's just loud and mean and troublemaking sure and online right right well and, and i mean johnny's made he said he said last night i made the point to stay offline because most of the because people he's who, a smart man yeah most of the people <laughs> that are talking don't know what they're talking about and he said it was, it was amazing how many people speak in his voice like hmm. right that he's calling games and the people will use that to say negative things and it's like no no and he goes it's not many people like he's loud in that it's not many people but the Maryland fans who are angry are louder than the people who are truly supportive. And I just looked at him and I just went, wow. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. This is what, this is what it is. This is what it is. So, um, and then of course it's great to see Tom. Like it's great to have Tom. He fell right back into it, huh? Like that that segment started and I could have sworn it was DP and Stevens, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like nothing had changed. Well, he, you know, it's way more important for Tom to be healthy and happy than it is for him to do sports radio every day. Yeah, but I'd like him to do sports radio every day. Well, I it, it, we'd all like that, <laughs> and then but we know how it was affecting him. I know, I right? Know. Like it was affecting. I'm him. selfish, DP. I so am I. <laughs> so am I. That's why I said I missed him because it. Tom's such a good heart, right? And it's it's like Schaefer. When you get to see Schaefer for a day, yeah. it makes you recognize how much you miss having him every day. Um, so, you know, I told Tom, you know, we'll pick a day and he'll have his once a week show and we'll move who we, whoever we have to move um, and make that happen. I think ideally in the future, like we, the teammates thing might be like Tom because that's a, like a good energy space. For sure. Well, and then he could, he could stick around, hang out with Raph and AD. Yeah, like uh, that would be perfect. That'd be, for him. that'd be so much fun. Like that, I mean, he knows them that way. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I think that 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 today will push me to push that a little <laughs> more because you get to see. I mean, there was joy in Tom's face today. Oh yeah, yeah right. Like yeah. you could see the joy in his in his heart. Right? I got to tell you though, I had a dream last night. Knowing Tom was coming in today, I had a oh. dream last night that he came in wearing like a like a stocking cap beanie, you know, one of those the slouch beanies, half on his head, yeah, uh, that, completely unshaven. Like he had gone full, like like 
almost like like he needed a hacky sack right sort, sort of guy um so i was a little disappointed that that wasn't the version of tom stevens that came in today but it was still good to see tom you right know? like it was just <laughs> his spirit like when he walked in the room it, it felt like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's normal 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 it's normal it's normal and and i am so what's the over under on how much time rico spends with johnny until johnny has to go to the shoot around at 11 o'clock <laughs> well i assume they stopped over at muchachos grabbed a breakfast burrito or something like that right uh hopefully they grabbed a, a fruit cake on their way out they're sitting in the lobby of the hotel cup of coffee and a fruit cake something like that well i'd imagine they, they spent time in the hotel yeah. just shooting it uh I thought about like handing the show over to Rico at ten thirty and then going to shoot around. Sure. But then sure. I also thought, oh, conflict of interest. Uh, probably not. Like so, <laughs> I have to picture. I have to paint this picture for you. So, you know, when John when the flight landed, Johnny's like, okay, I'll let you know when the flight lands, and we'll just go. We'll just go somewhere and meet up. And I'm like, well, there's a there's a restaurant in your hotel. We can just meet there. And he's like, cool. I'll meet you in the lobby. And I was at home and I, I, I had just worked out, had a workout. And so I was a little Humble sweaty. Brag. Sure. No, a little sweaty, you know, a little sweaty, but I, I, I wanted to just go and just hang out, but I couldn't wear what I was wearing. Yeah. So then it was like, all right, what, you know, I was going to go just redress, which in Lincoln means I'll grab Husker stuff and just throw it on in whatever combination and hit the door. Except. It's Johnny Holiday and it's Maryland, <laughs> which is home, right? And I'm like, it would be disrespectful for me to show up in Nebraska gear, but it would also be disrespectful if I showed up in Maryland gear. So I, st it's the first time in a long time, Mark, that I stood in the, I stood in my closet, and just stood there, like, what in the world can I do? Like, do I wear a Maryland T-shirt and a Nebraska hoodie? Cause it was like eight degrees, so like I was gonna need layers yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'm like, do I do I wear a Nebraska t-shirt and a Maryland pullover? I'm picturing you with two two hangers going back and forth oh, between the Mark, two in it, front of you in the mirror. Oh, it was it was <laughs> nightmarish. It was nightmarish. So probably five minutes before I finally just land on just. Go neutral. Yeah. Just go neutral. Go neutral. That was your plan today, too, I see. Ne yeah. Neutral. Well, it was the same thing. Yeah. It, it was that deal, right? I'm like, like, I know the pictures we took today will go viral back in D.C. Because, again, it's it, that's three D.C. folks who have some, some right, pull right. cachet. But I couldn't be in all Nebraska stuff, <laughs> I think, because they would have looked at me. Now, I'll wear Nebraska stuff to the game tonight. Yeah. Which is really, which is a really loud statement. Like that's a really loud statement that Maryland's playing, and I'm gonna wear Nebraska gear. Like there are gonna be people at home like, dude, <laughs> dude, what? Really? I'm sorry, he's ours now. Right? Like, like that's really what it is. Yeah. That I, I, I have to accept that. So if you see me at the game tonight. Um, just give me a fist bump. Say what's up. Give me a fist bump. Here's also a thing. I, if you see me at the game tonight and you speak to me and I don't speak back, 
it's not because I'm being a jerk. Uh, at two at this afternoon, I'm having oral surgery, and it's going to be pretty messy. Like I know it's going to be. Um, if I make it to the game, it means one. I feel you know. Luckily, I feel good enough to do that. Or you're still on on the drugs. On the drugs. Yeah, and you don't I'll realize just, where you are. Right. I would just flow through. So whatever I yell, if I yell <laughs> something weird, my apologies Get in him. advance. If I uh, if I ignore you or don't respond, I apologize in advance. Uh, yeah, I'm not real sure how this is going to go. I'm really not sure how this is going to go. Just take lots of video. The rest of us need to see. I'm. I'll be the kid in the in the back seat. Is this real life? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> is this real life? I I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. It's and I want to thank the folks in advance. And this is also. Uh, to put a, 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 a flag in the moon. Uh, I want to thank the folks from Williamsburg Dent Dental for taking care of me later today. <laughs> in advance. I'm going to thank you in advance because I hate going to the dentist. Today is why. Mm -hmm. As Becky likes to say, you should if you went to the dentist regularly like you're supposed to it would be less pain each time compared to the when you go and get the big work done and i disagree <laughs> <laughs> because it sucks it <laughs> sucks and this is one where um they're gonna what if you're in the sit sitting in the corner slobber like dab it up joe if if, <laughs> if you see me with just slob running around my face because i can't feel it I won't be able to feel it. I'll have a mask on, hmm. but I may. If the, if the mask is soaked. If this mask is soaked <laughs> and it's drenched. Uh, just throw another one on him yeah, and keep you know, walking. Just, <laughs> just hand me one or grab a napkin from the concession stand and dab away. Uh, be, t be delicate. Be gentle because I don't know what's going to hurt and uh, I don't want to know what's going on. Um, hey, DP. It's Jay from Culligan. Jay, what's up, man? Hey, Jay. Um, I hear you on the wardrobe struggles. Uh, when my wife and I go out, we work out a lot, and we have sweatpants and sweatshirts, and that is not that's not exactly uh, out attire. We struggle with it all the time. Yeah, you do you. Yeah, I'm I'm I I'm a fan of grown up granimals. <laughs> you remember the granimal outfits? Yeah, I know the granimals. Right, <laughs> right. Combinations that are simple. I don't want. I have to think about it. That matches with that. I sure. don't want to. Like, if I get a bunch of Nebraska stuff, top and bottom, guess what? I'm never going to cross over. Like, I'm never going to cross logos. So I'm not going to have on Nike shoes and Adidas pants and top. Like, I'm not going to be that dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that makes you a different dude for what it's worth. I, well, but I, I just. You, you, you make a, a choice one way or the other. It's a part of the culture. I get it. I look, get it. Look, if you're going to go Jordan, go Jordan. If you're going to go Under Armour, go Under Armour. But don't. Do you, do you have to go full Jordan? Like, or can it be Jordan and Nike? Well, purposefully, it should be all Jordan uh -huh. brand. It should be Jordan brand because it's unique. Well, and I. Not, like, it's sloppy to do. It, it's a world I don't understand very well. So I thought it was interesting when, like, when Michigan said, we're not Nike anymore, we're, we're Jordan. Jordan. We're Jordan. Yeah. Like, like Jordan. obviously a purposeful move, a right? A different level. Yeah. Look, I mean, North Carolina, North Carolina's Jordan. Mm -hmm. Now, it pays off. <laughs> it pays very well uh, to be Jordan. Uh, there are Nike programs, but then there's Jordan programs. 
culturally, I know like my friends, especially the circles that, that we run in with like athletes, they don't want to cross brands. Like, don't do it. Like, they'll look at you funny. Like, what is wrong? Like, you did you give up? Is this a cry for help? <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just rocking my New Balances. Right, right, my, like, right, right. <laughs> my Levi jeans. Right, and if I wear New Balance, I have questions to answer. <laughs> like, they're ever going to people, like, is this a cry for help? Like, you have a New Balance, bro. Like, did you, did you, you ran out of shoes? Like, is everything else ruined? My T-shirt today came via a subscription service because I don't buy shirts, so I had to like <sighs> sign up for someone to just send me shirts. Oh, we, we live in different worlds, right? Like <laughs> it's just it's just purposeful. So we'll have that discussion. Shoe game is a part of the discussion as well. Shoes that you can wear, shoes that you cannot wear. What's appropriate and when it is. Yeah, I have questions. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll answer those questions on one hundred and one. We'll be right back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 